Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, hot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Good morning, motherfuckers. Hello. I'm glad you have awoke and it's time to aboke. Not aboke, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or if we're in England, a bloke. <laughs> a bloke. Um, all right, you guys, today's episode is, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it's really fun. I'm just like, I'm nervous giggling because I'm talking about, I'm getting vulnerable as if I don't literally talk about my vagina sometimes on here. I'm more nervous to talk about money. (laughs) (laughs) My pussy, she's an open book. I mean, a private book, but open. (laughs) Uh, My thoughts about finances. Danielle's legs are open. (laughs) No, just for my husband, but like, you know, the details are open. But when it comes to finances, that's probably like the biggest thing that gives me anxiety in terms of manifesting at least. Um, Yeah, so today we're actually, we're not strictly talking about money at all, Um, but we're talking about change, just the subject of change in general. We've talked about this before and today we're kind of diving in further. I'm gonna cover more like, ways that I think you might be scared of change that you didn't realize and 100% of the things I'm going to say are at myself these are like I was I wrote like a little note like I'm guilty of some of these too and then I was like no bitch I'm guilty of 100% I literally thought okay well what are the things that I did this 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 (laughs) me I've done a couple bitch (laughs) the whole thing so I think that like a lot of us are afraid of change but we don't even realize it and it, it it comes out in like ways that you probably don't expect right so if you're somebody who you wonder what people from your past are gonna think and you even let you like it might hold you back sometimes i'm not saying it keeps you from like really living your life like yeah like it's not like you you know oh i'm, I'm not gonna adopt a dog because i have a friend who doesn't like dogs like i'm not saying that but maybe you're not gonna like make a creative decision that you kind of want to make or explore an avenue that you've been interested in because people would be like oh well you've just never been into that like you worry about if people will think like oh what are you doing and plus let's be honest some of us have friends who are very uh blunt with us um I have a ton of friends who are hilarious right but they're also really sarcastic and they're um they're pretty straightforward and yeah I would say blunt so like when I first decided that I was gonna uh dive into spirituality I was like actively an atheist like I didn't call myself an atheist but I was like I hate anything that has to do with like faith like I fucking hated it just because I had had such a personal bias like from my experience so like when I like really got into manifesting and spirituality I was like all right so I understand this is gonna be a big character shift and I that's something that I really was like okay I didn't let it hold me back but it easily could have and for a long time, I did let it hold me back in other ways. Like I would find myself saying, "Ooh, I would love to do this if I wasn't a dancer. I would love to do that if I didn't do theater. And I was saying that all the damn time. And like, I also was like, yeah, I don't even really like going to auditions. Like, fuck, like, and that, and like, it took, even then, even in the midst of it, I didn't realize I was scared of change. Like it took us doing a wake and bake for me to have all of these like really, and like being on my spiritual journey for me to have these realizations of like, oh my God, like I thought I knew everything and I didn't at all. And I still don't know everything, but I'm like, damn, like I knew even less back then. Like that's insane, the confidence I had then. Um, 
another sign that you might be afraid of change is that your choices feel limited to like a very specific niche or genre or social construct. So like for me, yes, I was talking about a very like niche situation, a very genre, like musical theater was what I did. So like, you know, making videos about spirituality, like to me, I was like, well, that makes no fucking sense. Um, <laughs> but also that could be said if you're someone who's like, yeah, my culture, my faith specifically, like maybe you want to do like dancing or even like pole dancing. I really want to take pole dancing classes. Um, and maybe maybe you're interested in that too, but you're like, oh, hell no. My family is not going to be for that. Like my church is not going to be for that. Um, stuff like that, that we don't realize. Like it's just these little things that we don't really think about. And I think sometimes we're afraid maybe change deep down I think it's a, an us issue but it is again projected like oh what if other people think that if I change career paths or I change direction in something that it means I failed at whatever I was doing before this and yeah. like I said I think that might be like a personal thing like I think maybe we have that fear and then we're like well what if other people think that too when really other people aren't like too concerned about what you're doing they're right. really not um, or maybe you're also scared of failing at the new thing you want to try. Like that's valid too. But I think that doesn't, that's not as much what holds you back, especially in terms of like people like thinking you failed at whatever you're leaving. I know at least for me, that was a really hard one as well. I had to really convince myself like, bitch, you didn't fail just because you don't want to do it forever. Like what the hell? Oh, yeah. yeah. And honestly, the older I get, I realize it's very cool and flex worthy to be good at multiple things, like to be a well-rounded person. You don't have to be financially well-rounded right i'm not saying we need to make income on 20 different streams that all have nothing to do with each other like if you stick to one career path your whole life like that's fine but being a well-rounded person like in terms of like what do you explore creatively what do you explore you know outside of making money like you're more i feel like that's the other thing we are more than just our job and yeah. a lot of times we're scared to do something like passion projects so I was literally journaling about this the other day and I was saying that I was grateful. Oh my God, you guys, the synchronicities happening right now are insane. Because <laughs> this, leads, this leads into what I was going to say next. I was saying that I was really grateful for the situation that I'm in because this is the first time in my life and I need to act on it more, but this is the first time in my life that I really don't have a reason to be anxious. Like I am, I'm very safe and I feel safe and I know I'm safe and I know that I'm going to be okay and I know that like everything's going to be okay but sometimes I still live in like survival mode and I'm like no I need to be like the most successful person in the world and if I'm not making this much money like what if people don't think that I'm like good enough or whatever um and I didn't want to use the term passion project because I thought it had a negative connotation because I was saying that I was grateful to be in a place where if I am interested I'm interested in a lot of things um and like I consider, you know, like making music, like my little raps, my tick. I hate saying little too, because they're not big. Yeah, they're all, they're pretty short, but like they're mighty in power. Okay. <laughs> my mighty raps. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like nervous to put that I was grateful that I could participate in my passion projects because I thought it sounded like weak and not successful. I don't know. And then I was like, that's so fucking goofy. And that's when I really had this giant breakthrough. Uh, it, I'm not gonna lie, it came out in the form of an anxiety attack. Um, but my husband and I are, thank God for him. Um, he's kind of trained in how to handle some situations that involve anxiety. 
Um, so he is good at talking me through my anxiety attacks. If I'm like, hey, if I'm really clear, like, hey, I'm having an anxiety attack. I need you to talk me through this. He's like, okay, okay, I can do that. Um, so we were talking about how I, I have this anxiety, guys, and I don't talk about it a ton because I've been like nervous about it and kind of embarrassed about it. And I don't need to be because it's something I'm so grateful for. But I know once I just like accept it and acknowledge that it's not a bad thing, it's gonna bring more blessings into my life. But I am by definition, a stay at home wife. I do work a lot, um, but, but it's from my home and I have multiple streams of income, but I don't worry about like paying my bills like my husband does take care of that for me and all the money that I make like because we're married like we do share a bank account but we still have like our separate ones so like when I get money um it typically goes into my personal account and y'all need to know how much I'm making and shit but I do just share that with my husband most of the time like I just send it to him um and I've been for like a really long time like having this anxiety about like the amount like the number aspect in comparison to like what he makes and in comparison to like I'm like okay well if he's you know paying this percentage more than I pay for things then I need to be doing this percentage of like service on the home and I was getting just like really weirdly analytical and then I was like but I also need to be doing that like I need to be making like the same amount of money as he is even though I'm not like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, like I love him dearly, but he's not the one keeping the house clean. He's not the one cooking. He's not the one, you know, like making sure that we have groceries and making sure everything's good to go. We're taking the dogs to their appointments, like, or like, you know what I mean? Like that's all, yeah. but that's like a, a balance that like we've created and I'm so grateful for it. And I kind of realized that by me, like hiding that and like not lying about it, um, but just literally never talking about it to like, like we, we did a cross country trip and a bunch of his friends were like, they were a little bit too nosy. But um, they were like asking me like, yeah, like about, oh yeah, so how does that work? Like if you guys, if you have to move with him all the time, like how does that help? Like, how do you make money if you're traveling with Isaiah? And like the military does pay for like a lot. Like we get money specifically for groceries. We get money specifically for housing. You know what I mean? Like I didn't realize a lot of that stuff when we were just dating. Um, and then like, yeah, once we got married, it's like you get a certain, you get a certain amount of benefits. So it's like, if I'm having, we're not gonna be in the military forever. If we're getting these benefits like right now, right? Like, why would I not like be grateful for that and like take advantage of that? And instead I just like hurt myself mentally and I'm like, okay, um, how can I like, I don't know, become like an equal to this situation oh. in every single aspect when it's like, it's balanced, you know what I mean? Like we're balancing oh, yeah. different. Um, but I was really afraid that like, I think sometimes we have a hard time accepting change because it means that we have to reframe or like rewrite certain beliefs, um, or even just like accept past situations. And I think a huge reason, like, and I love my mama dearly. Um, but a huge reason that I had this like anxiety about around being like a stay at home wife, like was because me and my mom, we beefed a lot when I was like growing up. Um, and we're super good now, like we're besties now, but like we beefed a lot and she was a stay at home mom. And so I just like created all of these like personal biases and false narratives that like, oh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that because like, that's how she was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just like, and like just out of, just out of anger and like it had no value or truth to it because I know so many stay at home wives and like by definition, yeah, they're a stay-at-home wife, but they have so many hustles or they help so many people or they do more philanthropy-based things, which like you're typically not paid for. Right. Um, yeah, and so it's like, 
it doesn't take away the value. I think, again, the society that we live in had me, like, it just had me fucked up. Um, and I want to be, like, super clear that I'm incredibly, like, I don't suck Uncle Sam's dick. I don't like, I don't like the military, um, honestly. But I'm really grateful, like, that yeah. I'm in the situation that I'm in. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's a lot better this way for, like, all around, like, my mental health. Like, we have a clean house all the time. We're eating healthy and we're eating regularly all the time. Because before, when I was working out of the home, um, I had no energy to do any of the stuff that, like, served my soul. And I asked that, oh my God, neither one of us had energy to like clean or cook. Like that was just like, why would we do that? We're not superheroes. We just worked all day, fuck that. Um, so like, that's another thing, like, and just more quality time, like our time spent together, it's actually like intentional and like it's quality. It's not like, okay, cool. We have some time off, like you clean, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll do this. Um, yeah, and I really want to point out, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about, like, that's because feminism's taking stuff too far. And, like, women are losing, you know, like, the the love for and the respect for, like, taking care of the home. And I hate that rhetoric. <laughs> I, like, absolutely hate that. Because I want to be, like, so clear. Like, this was not because I was, like, oh, I have to be a man. I have to be just as good as a man. Um, it's because of this hustle culture that I have been in my entire life. Like, and I think people who grow up, and I don't want to, like, I didn't grow up, like, homeless. Like, I'm very grateful that I had, like, a roof over my head at all times. Like, and I had food that I could, like, it's not, I don't, I don't, I'm not ungrateful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think people who did come from, like, not a, a wealthy lifestyle can kind of relate to this. Like, money is just a fear. It has nothing to do with feminism. It has to do with, like, you kind of grow up and money is talked about 24-7 as something that you just don't have. And, yeah. like, it's the whole center of, like, your world. Um, and it's, it was just, like, a fear that was inside of me. And now that I'm abundant, I'm, I was just having a hard time adjusting to it, I guess. Yeah. I was like... Yeah, it was just, it was like, I had this fear of like accepting the situation that I was in because I felt like I wasn't deserving of it because I was like, well, it's not fair that like, I I don't have to like specifically pay this bill because like, you know, what's the difference? Why is that fair? Why do I not have to do that? It's like, it's because you manifested it, whore. You manifested it, goddamn. Like if y'all have to be in the military, if Isaiah had to go through all that cancer shit, like y'all better read these benefits if you had to yeah. leave like, and move to New Hampshire of all motherfucking places. Like, you better reap the benefits. Like, um, I remember there was an Abraham Hicks, and this is, again, not a money episode, but there was an Abraham Hicks uh, speech, and they were saying that this actress, it was it was a really old lecture um, that was put on YouTube, and they add, like, a comic to it, and it's, uh -huh. like, just, it's just illustrated. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so it was this, like, 15-minute snippet, and this woman was saying oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm an artist and I'm an actress and I just moved to LA and this was like before you and I were even like born. Um, just okay. saying how she's working and she is super grateful that she has a job and all her bills are paid, but it does not leave a lot of time for her to go to auditions. And so she doesn't really feel like she was doing like what she wanted. And so she was, wow. but she started listening to Abraham Hicks or like going to her lectures or something. Okay, well maybe we were born, but we didn't, we didn't 
we weren't listening to this shit. Um, Cause she started going to like her lectures. Like um, I believe this was like when Abraham only did like cruises and like events in certain spots in the country. Okay. Um, and so she started going and implementing the teachings and then she manifested marrying a millionaire. Um, well, they were, ju- they were engaged when she went on the, when she oh, went I- on to talk to Abraham. Um, and she was like, yeah, but I just, you know, it's crazy. Cause like I work, I still work at the same job. I still um, am auditioning and like I started booking more um, just because I've been able to take a little bit less time off of work, but she was still working at her job and stuff. And like, she didn't have to, and she was like, yeah, I just don't ever want him to think that I'm just with him for the money because that's not true at all. I didn't even know how much money he had when we first started dating. Like they just met at a bar and like, yeah. it off. he didn't obviously like, if you're a good man, you're not going to be like, I'm a millionaire, which We'll give a story time another time about a man who was in my DM talking about some. I wasn't offended by Andrew Tate because I'm a millionaire too. Oh, fuck him. Young um, lady. But yeah. but yeah, basically, Abraham was like, obviously, he doesn't fucking think that because he wouldn't have proposed to you. And why did you ask the universe to bless you with abundance and to fix all your problems? And then when it does, you're trying to find something wrong with it. And I was like, oh, goddamn. All right. Okay. So. All that just to say, I had to not only accept like my past beliefs, but I also had to like reframe and rewrite them because they weren't true. Like they were, (laughs) and I didn't, and it's not like I like hated on stay at home moms at all. I just had a lot of like repressed anger about my situation. And so it was misdirected. Um, And I apologize, please don't be mad at me. Um, (laughs) Give me room to grow, please. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I had to do a lot of healing. And I think that oftentimes, when change comes with challenges, you have to just look at it as an opportunity to grow. Like you can't look at it as like, oh, a challenge is a bad thing. It's like a roadblock. Like look at it as like, nice. This is like the universe, like being like, okay, how you gonna handle it? How are you gonna, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, and just remember before I, before we take a quick ad, we said this in the last episode, I believe, um, failure is not real. So don't be afraid of change because again, after you get out of like a school situation, Failure is literally not a thing. And if I ever heard someone say, yeah, that bitch, she's a failure. I would laugh. You would sound so goofy. So <laughs> what a lame. We're going to take a quick ad. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, all right. So, yeah, basically, we were just talking about how, like, to know if you're afraid of change. And now I'm here to tell you um, that if your answer to that question is yes, I'm so sorry, honey, but you have to suck it up. You gotta get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because yeah, it just is gonna happen. You're never ever gonna have a life that doesn't have change happening all the time. Um, And I think like a very key component to not only like just spiritual growth, but just human growth is learning to adapt to change. Um, Because I think once you do that, like that's the only, you can't go past that. Like you can never, there's no, like that's one of those fundamental steps that like you can't progress forward until you learn to accept change. Like you're never gonna get that next block if you don't accept that you can't control everything, that you have kind of no control. (laughs) Um, And like, so, I kind of broke it down into like, there's three different like types of change. 
Um, so there's changes that you make that are your choice. Uh, and that's obviously like, oh, I want to quit my job uh, or you want to leave dance like Danielle was talking about. Like that's a choice that you're making. And I think the biggest key to a change like that to accepting it is once you make that choice, just sticking to it and just going in full hearted. Like, okay, if I'm making a change and I'm choosing this in my life, you have to embrace it and like completely just commit and like trust. That's the only way to like get through those changes. Um, and then there's changes that are someone else's choice. And that's like when someone, if someone, your boyfriend breaks up with you. Um, and that's like, right, like that sucks. That really hurts, but you have to just release it because no matter what someone else's choices are theirs and it's their life. I had a friend who like half of our falling out was because everything I chose to do with, with my life, she was really offended by. Like she hated the way I lived my life. And you can't hate the way people live their life. Like, you know, like if someone's making a choice, even if it hurts you, like that sucks, but it, it's happening for a reason and you just have to let it go. Like you can't like, and again, like I'm just giving you tips to like get past. You can choose not to take this advice, but then you're never gonna get over the fact that, that person broke up with you. Like you have to just accept those things. Like it's a part of life. And then the hardest ones are the universe when they, when it chooses, because that's like the stuff that like you just get thrown a, a curveball, and no one can do anything. And you have to just accept and trust. And like when that happens, it sucks. And I think these are like the changes that you don't even understand for 10, 15, 20 years maybe. But I do believe firmly that like, I've been changing it from saying everything happens for a reason to that life happens with purpose. Um, because I don't think like, I think like, yeah, everything has the potential to change your life and everything has the potential to be like a great moment. You just have to find that value in it. And like change is all about that. I have been freaking out about change lately. I have to move soon to Pennsylvania. I'm terrified about it. No, I'm not. I was terrified about it. Um, um, and it's one of those changes that like, right, I have no control over. And I'm just now realizing that like, I have to just accept. And once you accept it, like, right, I am stressed out because of the location of where I have to move. That doesn't matter. Like the location is nothing. I have my family, I have my husband, I have my dogs, and now we can get whatever we want. And I get to create this like little fountain of abundance for our family. Like this cute little cesspool uh, where we get to grow and create ourselves. Like I am so excited. I, we're gonna live in the mountains with no one around. And I'm gonna be like the slowest living person in the world. I, I don't even want internet. Like, no, that's not true because I'm gonna be doing Wake and Bake obviously through my slow life. I can't wait. My whole, oh, guys, 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 guys. Slow You're not even ready. <laughs> exactly, but like, right? Like, so I had to, it was really hard for me to accept this change because it's this thing that I don't want. I'm obviously living in like the most beautiful place in the world right now. It's San Diego, California. Like, I'm loving it here. This sucks on like paper terms, but I'm choosing and you have to choose in your life when these changes happen to see beyond like, uh, okay, like it's just like, okay, then suck it up. Get Now we move past, like this is what's happening. So what are we gonna do? How do we make it great? Life is a game. We've said that a million times, like everything is supposed to be fun. These changes aren't here to like ruin your day. They're here to help you be better. Like they're, help they're gonna help you grow. You're gonna mm -hmm. be thanking the universe for these things. Pennsylvania, I'm gonna be so grateful for you. God, words I never thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously too, I like, um, you kind of touched on this a little bit and I am paraphrasing, but I heard this quote one time and they were like, uh, purpose, like when people say everything has a reason, 
or everything has a purpose it definitely does but it's up to you to give it the purpose like it's up to you to find it it's up to you to see it it can have also hella lessons and hella purpose behind it but it's up to you to like you know actually add that find it and give it yeah it. exactly and that's what i mean like right it's your choice you can have these things happen and you can every time be like oh i'm gonna be mad i'm gonna fight back every single one every time i'm gonna fight back but then when you look back at life and you're like man my life has been miserable i haven't done any like all of these days have been sad days well was that because you were choosing to be upset with what you have like or like that's then you chose to be miserable and like mm -hmm. that's like the hard annoying truth of life that like yeah, at the end of the day, it's your choice. Like I've been having a very hard time mentally, very hard. And I'm not saying it's my choice to have had this hard time, but how I deal with it has been my choice. And I've been dealing with it, not to brag, but very well. I've been keeping my mind very busy. I've been reaching out to my therapist. I've been doing everything. I've listened to music that's helpful, meditating, every, cutting back on weed. I've, you know, not drinking everything I can do in my power, like, because I'm choosing, because in the past I've chosen to take my anxiety and depression and let it win and just give up and be like, man, I hate this. I hate that I'm seeing the world all like this. I hate that I'm not happy right now. And instead, right now I'm like okay so I guess right now we're seeing the world a little black and white and that's how it's gonna be but like let's let's enjoy it then let's find some shades like <laughs> you mm -hmm. know like you have to do like you just have and that's the hard part about life is you're going to suffer there's going to be change shit's gonna happen and you gotta just like sometimes it's not always great but it is just let it be <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes you're literally rolling with the punches and in the moment you're like, no, 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 I'm not thriving. I am literally getting through. Um, and I know that if this, the only good part, not the only, but in the moment, the only good part about being at, at like such a low, if the change is something like that's abrupt or unexpected or like not what you want. Um, the only part that gets me through those in the moment is knowing like, Okay, so this is my hard time and next will be the good. Right. <laughs> Each punch is pushing you forward at least. Like it sucks, yeah. but at least it's moving me. Like at least you're, mm -hmm. and like that's the other thing is like, damn, just be grateful that you're here living this life. Like at least you get to have change happen. You know, at the end of the day, like if, if you ever need to circle back, if you're really feeling down, like that's what I'll, I'll be like, damn, but at least I get to feel down because mm -hmm. <laughs> everything's precious, you know, like, so just like, nothing's that deep any change that you like think back to all of the major changes in your life and like that you thought were going to ruin your life hell even like the things that happened and like you've gotten through you've done it like so like you can this is just another thing <laughs> i like how you said everything is precious i love that it is you're precious thank you i think so too precious ew no <laughs> oh god you guys i hope that this resonated with you people you people you people i don't know where that came you from you fuckers guys. i hope you liked this i hope you liked this damn it this is for you um but I, I hope that it resonated i feel like since we were called to make it then probably collectively others need to hear this as well i love how i just throw out spiritual jargon like it makes me feel so like collectively you know the universe spoke for me collectively um, it chooses us because we are the chosen ones, Danielle. We are the highest. We are the highest. Now, is it in terms of like, oh, like, you know how, like, what the fuck do village people say? Like, he is like the highest king or whatever. I am no. the closest to God. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are literally that high, like, seated at the right hand of the father. 
That is we didn't me. mean to get there. We just no. smoked so much weed, we floated up, and we were like, what the fuck you doing here, Jay? Guys, Christians would not believe it, but the secret to heaven is weed. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope this resonated with you. And as always, stay high. Bye.